Hi, and welcome to Soul Powerful Parables, stories of rhyme, reason, and God's truth. I'm your host, Dana Buck. Thanks for listening. And if you like the story, please consider subscribing and give us a five-star rating where you enjoy your podcasts. It really helps us. We'd also love to hear from you, so contact us on Facebook at Soul Powerful Parables. Now, settle in, and let's have a story. Gabe and Zeke, a So Powerful Parable by Dana Buck. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. 1 Timothy 6, verse 9. This story of two little boys at play in the park reminds us to never put at risk what money can't buy. Gabe and Zeke, a soul-powerful parable by Dana Buck. Every child loves a good story, especially when snuggled in bed. Covers to warm little bodies, soft pillows to rest little heads. Well, here's one to share with your kiddos, so polish your tuck-in technique. It's time to recount this adventure, the saga of Gabe and of Zeke. Right off the bat, it's important to set up the scene for our play. It isn't a castle or tower, high mountain or stormy seaway. We don't need an ogre or fairy, a a wood filled with gremlins or elves, to have a fantastic adventure, for kids are enough by themselves. Our location today is a playground, with slides and a sandbox and swings, Monkey bars all set for climbing and other enjoyable things. The grass smells of clover in springtime. The birds congregate in the trees, warm by unquenchable sunshine and cool by a casual breeze. It's here in the shade of a maple, two mothers, a blanket between, sip on their cold Dr. Peppers and lazily read magazines. Their quiet is certainly balanced with action, commotion, and noise, coming in unbroken chatter from two energized little boys. There at the end of the blanket, surrounded by Legos and cars, Gabe and his best buddy Zeke ask their moms, can we play on the swings and the bars? Stay inside where we can see you, stick together, no playing alone. Their moms then return to their reading while the boys venture out on their own. The instruction to please stick together struck the boys as an unneeded plea, for there's no one they'd each rather play with or go on a jungle gym spree. Gabe heads at once to the swing set and hauls himself into a seat. Are you sure that you know what you're doing? Says a doubtful and dubious Zeke. How hard can it be? cries a confident Gabe. I've seen lots of kids master this stunt. You simply lean back like my dad in his chair and then kick your legs out to the front. Now, Zeke wasn't positive just what it was, but Gabe's swinging method looked wrong. Just as his friend starts his motion, he hollers, Hey, aren't you supposed to hang on? 
Ah! Was the only response heard from Gabe, who pinwheels his fluttering hands. Gravity then has its way with the lad, who lands flat on his back in the sand. This funny and fleeting affair on the swings is over before it's begun. I'm not an expert on swinging, says Zeke, but I don't think that's how it's done. Gabe raises up on his elbows to deliver a stinging reply. It's then that Zeke sees something shiny lying there in the sand by Gabe's thigh. What's that? And Zeke points to the object. Gabe plucks the bright thing from the dirt a lost and quite luminous quarter, which he cleans with the tail of his shirt. I see another one, loudly cries Zeke, right there in the sand by your shoe. Gabe came away with an awesome surprise, not one silver quarter, but two. I know what has happened, excited cries Gabe. Kids swing on these swings like a rocket. The higher they climb and the faster they go, their change tumbles out of their pocket. Then there ought to be more. Zeke dives in the sand where Gabe is still parked and reclines. Soon Zeke's brought away an impressive array of pennies and nickels and dimes. We're rich, the boys cry in great jubilation. They dig neat the swings one by one. And after a diligent, quick excavation, they've quite a considerable sum. They search at the monkey bars, under the slide, the carousel, and teeter-totter. They even looked under the old drinking fountain for coins in the pooled, muddied water. When finally the playground's been thoroughly searched from one sandy inch to the other, it's time to divide the great pile of loot their tireless efforts uncovered. They start with the pennies in two even piles, then parcel the nickels and dimes. Now for the big ones, Gabe reverently says, the quarters that glimmer and shine. Slowly they're counted in two gleaming stacks in towers exactly the same. It's then that a problem descends on the scene. One single odd quarter remains. Both of the boys look keen and intently. The atmosphere tingles with dread. Finally, the silence is broken by Zeke, who looked at that quarter and said, I was the one who saw the first coin that led to this fabulous find. I think it's appropriate, proper, and fair that this extra quarter be mine. Not so fast, Buster, Gabe countered aloud. It was me who fell off the swings. If I hadn't taken that fortunate tumble, we'd never discovered these things. You think that because you were clumsy and nep that you get the quarter? Said Zeke. I think that your reasoning and justification is plainly outrageous and weak. Oh yeah, declared Gabe. You sure use big words, but they don't diminish the fact that anything extra should belong to me. If you see it different, you're cracked. Both the boys get up and stand nose to nose. They grimace and ball up their fists. But before this evolves into mayhem and violence, our plot takes an interesting twist. Hi there, is heard from a small halting voice. The boys stop and swivel their heads. My, my name is Riker. I just met your mom's. 
Can I play with you fellows? He said. Off in the shady grass, both Gabe and Zeke could see where their mothers were sitting. A woman had joined them and sat on the blanket. They talked with her as she was knitting. We're uh, new to this neighborhood, my mom and I. I'm lonesome, young Riker contends. Your mothers, they told us how close you two are and that you are the greatest of friends. I was hoping, he swallowed and shuffled his feet, you'd let me come play with you too. And after today, perhaps I can say, I've got best friends, just like you. Gabe looks at Zeke, and Zeke looks at Gabe, a twinkle in both of their eyes, reminded just now of what's really important, of something that money can't buy. Looking to Riker, the boys call, come on, their friendship returned now to order. Zeke gives a laugh when Gabe Riley asks, hey Riker, do you want a quarter? Money. Was there ever a thing so full of potential blessings as well as potential disaster? In the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 6, verse 10, the Apostle Paul warns his young protege, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Paul saw it in his time, and we certainly see it in our world today. Just like any tool, Money can be wielded to do great good and accomplish noble things. God grants affluence and financial success to some, so in His name, their generosity can positively affect the lives of those in need, which brings glory to Him. But too often, money becomes the prime motivator and corrupter of our lives and our values. Scripture is full of admonitions regarding its power to ensnare us in pursuit of its promises. Paul's words to Timothy in 1 Timothy 6 verses 17 through 19 are words for us as well. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up treasures for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age, so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Gabe and Zeke was written and narrated by Dana Buck. Devotional Thoughts were narrated by Kim Pratt, and this episode was produced by Beneath Blue Skies Productions. So Powerful Parables is a ministry of So Powerful, a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering women and girls and combating extreme poverty in the African country of Zambia. To find out more, visit our website at sopowerful.org. Also, check out our books, So Powerful Parables and We Are So Powerful, both available on Amazon 
All proceeds from the sale of these books go to support the work of our ministry. And finally, check out our other podcast, The So Powerful Podcast, featuring interviews with those who have been touched by this special organization. Until next time, may your life always be filled with beautiful rhymes. <laughs>